What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Can we talk about underpants? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like Brian Stelter. What I, kind of underpants do you think he wears? I don't want to think about that. Okay, well, mm-hmm. it's smooth like a Ken doll, I'm just saying. But anyway, <laughs> I doubt he wears something cool like Tommy John. Now, Tommy Tommy John is uh, the maker of underwear, and, uh, you know, I don't wear any, so what do I know about that? However, what I... People right now, why are like, you revealing all these weird things? <laughs> oh, I don't know why you know this about Brian Stelter. That's an interesting. Well, I'm just it's just a guess. Anyway, um, they also make loungewear and it's really, really great. 17 million pairs sold so far. Tommy John has made couples across the count, uh, country comfier than ever. Let him do the same for you and your Valentine. Uh, best pair uh, of underwear and loungewear you'll ever wear. Tommy John, become a fanatic now. $20 off your order of $100 or more right now at TommyJohn.com slash Beck. TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It's Tuesday, and I just have to bring some news from Washington to you. That is such a relief. Uh, I mean, people think that Joe Biden is a little out of touch. The administration is a little out of touch with the average person. Um, But I'm going to correct that myth. Okay, there's not going to be any uh, any of this fake news on this program. I'm going to correct that. This guy is, he is rock solid. He is living right where the American people are. Just some things the White House announced yesterday. And you, you will see. Out of touch? No. Pudding. Don't do it. That's the deal. I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, Jeffrey lives here in Texas. He writes in about his experience with Relief Factor. He said, I want to send a message in of thanks, Glenn. I am free of pain in my knee and lower back, which means I can keep my auto detailing business going. Let me tell you, it was touch and go there for a while. I'm back to working hard and ride my motorcycle. Uh, Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you for riding in. Relief Factor. Relief Factor is not a drug. It was developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation, which causes most of our pain. 
three-week quick start has been developed, and it's uh, $19.95. It's a dollar a day like the trial pack, and uh, hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and 70% of them go on to order it month after month. Why would you do that unless it works? Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 1-800-4-RELIEF, 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Relieffactor.com, Relief Factor. Feel the difference. So, Stu, uh, when you think of Joe Biden, what is the first thing that just leaps to your mind? Well, Lunch Bucket Joe. Lunch Bucket Joe, which, you know, everybody in the press has called him that for middle class Joe. Middle class Joe. Why would you call him middle class Joe? Because everyone calls him middle class Joe. <laughs> he tries to say, come on, stop. But yeah, they just keep doing it. He, he doesn't necessarily right. want that nickname, but he'll admit it if he has to. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. When people went to the polls, now you're going to have to do some speculation. OK, uh, but when people went to the polls. Uh, and they they actually voted. Mm-hmm. What do you think when they said, I'm for Lunch Bucket Joe? Right. What do you suppose they were thinking and hoping would happen? Um, <laughs> well, I was th- mm. they would probably think, you know, th- there's this guy who was president. Orange was, man bad. He was tweeting all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember him? I do. And he was he was think about getting him often. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting he's getting in fights with people all the yeah. time. And we, what we want here, Glenn, is a return to normalcy. A return mm-hmm. to normalcy. Mm-hmm. Something that is, you know, very American. Something that we we all recognize as, oh, well, that's that's not unusual. Right. Something right. to go back to the way mm-hmm. we all understand this country should be. Oh, my gosh. And thank goodness mm-hmm. we have him. Uh, he's got into office. And yesterday, uh, the Biden administration uh, talked about how they are going to uh, they're going to start handing out crack pipes to drug addicts um, in underserved communities. That hmm? that's not exactly the return to normalcy. I was well, thinking Department of Health and Human Services uh, fiscal year 2022 uh, has a harm reduction program and uh, they're going to the crack pipe uh, plan is um, well, it's 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 a kit that will provide safer pipes to drug addicts when they when they smoke crack cocaine or crystal meth safer Mm -hmm. pipes, safer pipes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, you know, a lot of times they'll use glass pipes. And sometimes they can crack and then they'll lead to an infection in the crack user. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. So um, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The grant. Not everybody gets this. Okay. Good. Not everybody gets this. Um, this is where it really centers right into the American people. You know what I mean? Sure. Any president you could see saying, hey, freak, freak. Crack pipes, you know what I mean? Very common. That's the normalcy <laughs> That's we've what been talking about. Every that was the unspoken thing. Yeah, that George all of Washington did yeah. this. If you every, don't know, George right. Washington when, when they were going across mm-hmm. the Delaware, yeah. they were smoking crack. But this is where it gets even more united. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, the grant money will be prioritized for selection if they promise to use the funds in underserved communities. So you'll get the free c- crack pipes if. You're serving a large African-American or LGBTQ plus population. Are, are they hmm? saying that black people smoke crack? 
No, I don't think they're saying that. That no. seems to be what they're saying. No, they, they got to be saying something else. They're prioritizing mm-hmm. delivery to African Americans of crack pipes. Uh huh. Okay, uh-huh. that's uh-huh. the that's the uh, yeah. That's, that's the, the under- post-racial presidency <laughs> yeah. we all expected. If that's not a Democrat policy from oh the 1950s God. and 60s or from the 1860s, I don't know what is. Mm. That is unbelievable. And wow. right in line with what I think America was thinking. Because that is, when you say lunch bucket, Joe, you think of the guy you're at, you're the- on the you're on the construction site. Right. It's time for lunch. You're sitting on, you know, uh, on the on the side of the building, yeah, uh, you know, on the ground in mm. your in your work boots, uh-huh. lunch bucket Joe comes over. He's a normal guy, been working yeah. normal, real hard jobs his yeah. whole life, yeah. and he's just gonna have a normal conversation about what's bugging him. Yeah, you might see him at the end of the bar, maybe having yeah. a beer after work. That's and, right. And here's what here's what's getting at him today. Yeah, and he'll he'll express the he's same like, sort I of want concerns crack you have. Pipes that are safe <laughs> for African Americans and gay people. That's what I'm looking for. Now, you might actually see that one at the end of the bar, but no, that's not what we're looking for out of a president of the United States. Yeah, it's so, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, Seattle uh, and San Francisco had the, you know, crack pipe thing. It didn't work out so well. No. Yeah. And so they're getting rid of it. But Joe knows that's an injustice. Um, so we've got we've got that one. Uh, by the way, Justice yeah. Department, they've already been thwarted once. Um, the the, the Court said, now you can't do this. But they're thinking about doing it anyway. Um, you know, crack pipes are one thing. But what about those who inject heroin? Okay. Mm. Um, the government is now. Um, I am not making this up. They are now um, putting, considering putting vending machines in. Mm. Where if you needed a clean needle, you could get one. A needle vending machine. A ne- <laughs> that is what the American people I were mean, demanding. I mean, doesn't it make you just feel so American? You're like, we are on the right track. We are going to restore ourselves to the great nation that we really are. What's been holding us back? Those damn glass crack pipes. In the inner cities, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the people in the suburbs, they can get their own damn wooden or metal crack pot, you know, because they're, they're a dime a dozen out in the suburbs. Uh, but uh, this has been an underserved community and crack pipes. That's true. And, and I will say, what, you know, he did promise to shut down the virus. And uh, as we know, when has a virus ever spread through intravenous drug use? Yes. That's never been an <laughs> never, issue. Never been an issue. Never, never, never. never. Uh, by the way, speaking of starting, shutting things down, Lunch Bucket Joe mm. strikes twice. Now, lightning doesn't usually strike twice, yeah. you know, in the same place. But yesterday at the White House... It struck more than two times, actually. Mm. Uh, but the second time, it, they made an announcement yesterday. And who hasn't been calling for this? Can we please, for the love of Pete, release the 20th hijacker <laughs> from 9-11? Can we please oh, yeah. just release him? Do you remember those big protests before oh, the 2020 yeah. well, election? the truckers. The truckers here in America. Oh, okay. I don't know about those crazy Nazis up in Canada, mm-hmm. but the <laughs> truckers here, I'm sure they're like, 
We want the 20th hijacker released and Gitmo shut down. Huge so, priority for the American people. Right oh, yeah, now. yeah. Huge yeah. priority. Oh, people. There are some people that are like, oh, my money situation is a little tight. Yeah. But what about the 20th hijacker? Yeah. OK. What about him? And what happens if that 20th hijacker can't get a crack pipe for free? Or a needle out of a vending machine. It's horrid. It's this is a horror. Sh- this nation mm. is a horror show. My gosh. And this is the sort of stuff Lunch Bucket Joe can relate to the people with. Yes. You know, what do you guys He's need? Right what do you guys them. want? Come on, man. Well, they wanted, you know, sure, we all wanted the 20th hijacker release. Right. And the crack pipe and the needle thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think a priority, and he got it right. Because uh, day before yesterday, you know, he released uh, $25 billion of uh, frozen assets to Iran. And that was my priority. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of Democrats, you know, I'm a little on the edge on this. I think a lot of Democrats would agree with me. Um, you know, not probably a lot of conservatives, uh, I, you know, but hey, can we just please give the Ayatollah and Hezbollah Another $25 billion. What we landed in the middle of the night on that tarmac. That wasn't enough. That was not enough. And it was that sweet spot right between 26 and 24 billion that we were all talking about. Yeah. The conservatives were saying, no, only 24 billion. Yeah. The liberals were saying, no, 26 billion. And he found a way to compromise. Yeah. Wow. It's brilliant. Everyone was demanding billions go there. It was just a matter of how many billions. So a lot of people are saying, you know, I'm just talking about the whiners. Uh, What are we going to do about the economy? Oh, geez. Yesterday, the White House came out with yet another new plan. Oh, the problem with the economy is that, well, the unions aren't very strong. And so they Hmm. announced a goal yesterday of unionizing 50% of America. Just the 50%? That's all they want? Yeah, we're at 14%, so it's not a big deal. We're at 14%. But tripling it would still leave it 8% short. (laughs) Yes, it would. Okay. Yes, it would. They want to triple it Yeah, and then add... Another half, yeah. and then a little more. Well, it's gone down. Actually, I was wrong. It's not 12%. Uh, it's gone down. Oh, no. uh, it was a whopping 30% at the height of the unions in the 1950s. Okay. 30%. <laughs> so they went it's down to 10.3. So they went five times as many people in the unions as percentage yeah. of the population. Yeah. That shouldn't well, I mean, they what's want going to take a couple weeks. Look, they want 71 million people. Just the, just 71 just million 71 people. Million. What, I mean, that's not easy. 75 million. No, 71 million. For that. Membership is 14 million today. So they want 71 million um and that is half of the workforce. So I think this is I mean, that's what I was looking for. And why are they doing it, you ask? Well, I'll tell you why. Whether it's fighting COVID-19, advancing social and economic equity for underserved communities, i.e. crack pipes, Mm -hmm. tackling climate change and building a modern, sustainable economy, i.e. death of the free market, we need a vibrant labor movement. Mm. So that's good. That's good. Now, um, you know, there are reports out there that saying doing this would increase the infrastructure projects that the that the White House is working on from anywhere from 12 to 20%. But 
Who cares? We can print more. Okay? What do you care about? Money or people? People, says Joe Biden. You're probably one of those haters that don't think we should be handing out free crack pipes. Right? Am I right? Am I right? You're darn right I'm right. Hmm. This is him. This is Lunch Bucket Joe, though, connecting to the people. This is Can I he's ask on you? top of it, of all of the concerns. I mean, when you look at the polls, the number one concern is always crack pipes yeah. for underserved so, communities. You know how we always, always say the president shouldn't read polls? Hmm. Yeah. I think we got that. I think we have a president. We, we got somebody we have who did one. It. <laughs> yeah, does wow. not read the polls. Or he reads them upside down. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it could be that. <laughs> Could be that. Yeah, and has no advisors mm. uh, that are really in touch with the American people at all. Mm-mm. You know, he wants it to look more, you know, like Supreme Court. I want it to look more like America. Well, handing out crack pipes, union jobs, you know, and needles, I don't think gets us there. No? I don't, I, no. I don't, I don't. You know what he should do is he should appoint the first crack smoking Supreme Court justice. Because he apparently thinks that it's in the inner city. Mm. So maybe you'd get, you know, a black person as well, which he's really in favor of. He's already of. said he's going to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're smoking crack. You could get white or black. But if he does it in the, what did he say? Underserved communities. I think that's what he's saying because it's racial equity. Hmm. So maybe he can get somebody from that underserved community that's smoking crack that's also qualified, but nobody pays attention to for Supreme Court. You're really threading a needle with... uh, Don't say needle. Wrong, really wrong word. (laughs) American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, hope you're bracing yourself for the upcoming volatility that is going to hit the uh, the markets um, until fl- inflation slows down. Interest rates are going to fluctuate. Um, you know, kind of talking minute to minute. Never know. You know, I like that kind of volatility. I like living on the edge. Hey, am I going to be wiped out financially tomorrow or maybe next week or maybe not at all? Oh, it's fun. Fun, 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 fun. Anyway, I want to talk to you about American financing because they will help you weather any storm that is coming. You can start the process. By the way, I was reading something um, really interesting. You know, I said the other day, you should buy land. Maybe buy land, you know, because that's a hard asset. Yeah, and then I thought, you know, they're going to try to get us out of land. And how are they going to do that? Raise taxes on land. Yeah, like the sheriff of Nottingham. Won't that be fun? Oh, it'll be great. So while they're thinking about how to destroy our lives, um, maybe we should think about how do we preserve what we have. Please uh, do me a favor and stop paying all of this money to the mortgage companies. Stop paying all this money to these big fat cat banks. I was talking to somebody the other day. They're like, so the feds of, you know, that's that's part of the federal government. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's the banks. Yeah. And they need some help. Uh, You know, they've called themselves and said, hey, can we get some bailouts? And they said to themselves, well, I don't know. 
but it looks like you're going to collapse if not. We don't like to do it. And they said, yeah, I know you don't, but we really need it. And then they said, okay. So it was a really cool conversation between themselves at the Fed and the banks. Anyway, um, stop giving them so much money. Get yourself out of debt. Think about a consolidation loan or lowering your mortgage at American Financing. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. Yeah, this is it's all good. By the way, uh, can we play cut one here? Uh, this is um, a reporter calling out and saying, hey, why did we unfreeze the uh, $25 billion to Iran again? I don't understand how you can say that, that Iran gets no benefit and that this isn't some kind of uh, sanctions relief that, you, that the administration has offered to Iran before it has made any of its own concessions. Matt, the question I was responding to took this. Okay, well then, forget about the question you were you think you were responding to. This guy's dead. Answer my question: Does Iran benefit at all from the waivers that were signed? You you will need to ask the Iranian government whether they think this is a benefit to them. We know we know this is a benefit to us. The 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 ability of third party entities to work on nuclear non proliferation projects, nuclear safety projects in Iran, in the face of our growing concerns, Uh non proliferation and nuclear safety concerns, that is in our benefit. Yes. Um, The people that this benefits, in fact, are actually Russian, Chinese, European companies, right? Is that what you're saying? Matt, I'm saying that it is manifestly to our advantage. And and not not Iran's. It benefits us. Uh, to okay. be well, able to address nuclear safety. Can nuclear I tell you something? This, this, this press room is completely empty. It's just this guy from the AP and the conehead from uh, the State Department. And every day, and I love this guy. He's just like broken. He's just like, all right, screw it. That, like, I, that's <laughs> what I feel is. like every day he I walks in. He's like, what kind of horse crap are you going to be shoveling today? Yeah. That guy, I mean, the guy from the State Department. You know he goes back, you know, to, you know, to his office, and he's like, "Can't we have this guy killed?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have the like, drones. Yeah, hey, we what? have the drones. We got spies someplace, right. don't we? I mean, we kind of off this guy. <laughs> Can he all of a sudden fall out of a window on the top <laughs> floor of some tall building? I'm just saying. they have to be really irritated this is the second time in the last couple of weeks that this guy has just rolled all over I love him he's He's a hero he won't come on the show because he's like I'm a journalist I'm sure but maybe he's just really busy thinking about oh good god what do I have to say to these bums again today (laughs) (laughs) but I am a fan I am a fan Matt Lee the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, we're down to the last week before Valentine's Day. Can you hear the clock ticking in the background, guys? This is the last week for you to save 60% on GenuCell's most popular package for Valentine's Day. It's the last week. Don't miss it. You don't want to wait too long and miss out on a great deal. Uh, from now until Valentine's Day, you can get the brand new GenuCell Anti-Aging Primer for Radiant Glow and a flawless finish. Free with every order of GenuCell's most popular package. GenuCell's new primer uses botanical extracts that will deeply hydrate and brighten your finished look. It's secret to their success, uh, the goodness that we all love. It makes you get an absolutely perfect gift to your sweetheart. 
Uh, if you're looking to get a luxury gift to that special lady in your life, this is what you want to be getting. She's going to love it because who doesn't love something that cuts back on those pesky aging signs? You can visit GenuCell.com and enter the special promo code BEC35 for an extra 20% off at checkout. This is the last week. Valentine's Day is coming up. You're going to screw this up if you don't act now. GenuCell.com is the place to go. The code is I'm BEC35. No, I'm working. I'm working. Okay. You need to do something here because you're going to screw this up just I'm like everybody else. GenuCell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. The code is BEC35. All right. It is out in audio format. Get it at Amazon or you can get it at Audible. It's The Great Reset, read by me. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, just a quick uh, couple of updates. Apparently, the food's not real good in China. Who would have seen that one coming? That's you know? shocking to me. <laughs> it is. Mm. Uh, apparently, all of the Olympians are protesting the, quote, horrid conditions. Uh, one Russian said, I cry every day. He's a, you know, a weightlifter. I cry every day. Food is the, so bad. The Russian weightlifter the cries Russian, every day? Yes, yes. <laughs> what, he is, what kind um, of food are they serving, these guys? Uh, he is a com- uh, competitor uh, for Russia. He said, I only sleep all day because I don't have strength to get out of bed. I only eat three handfuls of pasta a day because it's just impossible to eat the rest of food. My stomach hurts. I'm very pale. I have huge black circles around my eyes. I cry every day. I'm very tired. This is terrible. I mean, it's not Uyghur concentration camp terrible, but uh, why would they care about something right, like that? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the catering uh, apparently is questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not like you're at Davos. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there are no hot meals. There are crisps, which I think are potato chips. Is that right? Or would that be a cookie? I'm not sure. It's these, you know, these these lesser countries mm-hmm. that call things differently. You know, crisp. I think that's a chip, like a potato chip. Pringles are potato crisps, not potato chips. Are Did they? you know that? Really? That's true. It's because it's not a chip. They can't legally, they can't call, legally it, right? call it a chip. Because they pour it out into a mold. So it's a crisp. Mm-hmm. So they have crisps, nuts, chocolate, and nothing else. Well, that's clearly not true because the Russian eats bags of pusta every day. I have to have pasta. My stomach hurts, and I only have a handful of pasta. Well, have you tried to boil it? Maybe maybe that's the deal, Mr. Russian. Mm. I am sick and tired of people bad-mouthing the good people of China. There are people in China that are going hungry, and you're complaining about the food they're serving. I mean, why I mean, don't you don't... If you don't like that food, why don't you put it in an envelope and send it to the Uyghur village? They'll eat it. They'll eat Yeah. They'd love it. They'd love it. They'd love it. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, the 20-year-old uh, Uyghur skier. Yeah. Yeah. That was. She, slit, she lit the. Uh, yeah. The, the, the torch. The Olympic flame. Yeah. It that was, was great. That was powerful. You know, it was, I think it was an in-your-face moment uh, to the stupid Americans who call it genocide. Yeah. Because if, if, if it was genocide, why would they put a Uyghur yeah. on the biggest yeah. stage in the world Ghost to light the Olympic flame? Preach it. Come on. Yeah. Why would they do do that if they didn't like yeah. these people yeah. they obviously love them they gave them the best job in the whole world here's the deal yeah here's the deal right 
They're not killing the Uyghurs. No, if they... Why would they draw more right. attention to it so, if they were doing something bad? You know how she paid China back? How? She had her Olympic event. Uh, she's a skier. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody knew of her before. It's not like she was a big skier in China. Really? You know? That's yeah. surprising because usually people who follow skiing would know the Olympic skiers that are going to make yeah, the team. Yeah, well, apparently, you know, there's not a lot of skiing in the camp she came from. But uh, so she was allowed to ski an honor for anyone, for anyone, for anyone. And it shows how much China loves the Uyghurs. Exactly right. And she placed 43rd in her cross country event. Oh, that's. And then she disappeared. She. (laughs) Yeah, she disappeared. Now, that does that is not a regular. That that does not happen in China very much. Well, sometimes people go away on on a let's say a vacation. Yeah, she didn't. She probably re- trained really hard for right. this, for the Olympics. Yeah, and was a little disappointed maybe uh-huh, in her performance. Uh-huh. So she's on vacation. And she may she was maybe at at a beach somewhere, you know, or under a beach, someplace per, perhaps like and, six feet under a beach. Maybe I don't know. Right. I don't Who know. Knows? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, but. Uh, they gave her, quote, a bold and unprecedented hmm. uh, opportunity of lighting the Olympic flame. And that's what she does. She comes in 43rd, and now no one can find her. See, some people have speculated. And I just want to get this out of the way, because just so we can dispatch with this nonsense. Uh-huh. Some people have speculated they just picked a Uyghur that was not at all qualified to be in the Olympics just so they could use it for propaganda purposes and people like Savannah Guthrie could cheer him on you during the broadcast. You are a cynic, Stu. I, I'm not. I, I, <laughs> You're not saying I, that. I distance that myself would be, from that line yes, of thought. Yes, that would be misinformation. That would be Olympic Chinese misinformation. Yes, I should get banned from social media if I believe that, but I believe the opposite. I believe this wonderful athlete who China loves so dearly that they wanted to give the Uyghurs the platform to show the world how loved and multicultural the Chinese people really are. I only have the Soviet national anthem and the Nazi national anthem. I don't have the Chinese national anthem. That's surprising. We should have it. They killed more than both of them. Which is uh, is, crazy. People people lose that in history sometimes. Uh, (laughs) They're responsible for even more. Wow. Wow. Yeah. There it is. Oh, my gosh. Don't you feel patriotic? Soon, the new American national anthem. Oh, this is nothing to the Soviet one. The Soviet's way better. They're not even they're not even pronouncing their words right. No. I don't even know what they're saying. That's a bad choir. Stop that. Stop that. I mean, learn the lyrics. Yeah. Jeez. I, I have mean. the new uh I have the new uh Go on Spotify. They come up right under the song. Right. You know? Jeez, sing along. Yeah. Yeah. I have the new uh Spotify uh anthem. You it's do. their theme song. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> they haven't even fired him yet. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's, it's coming. It's clearly coming. It's clearly coming. <laughs> they haven't even it's done clear. it yet. Yeah. You're already on this anthem. I'm already not me. I'm not doing it. Is this available on Spotify? I wonder. This, yeah. Can no, we get I... this song on Spotify? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is the name of it? Uh, horse. Somebody or other lied. <laughs> Horse, <laughs> or somebody vessel rather. lied or something like that. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. 
So I didn't know. I have the, the White House it. theme song too. I uh, no, I don't. Yeah, it's new. This is the greatest of life. It is. This is the best anthem. We should yeah. trade ours in. And no one's even using it. Right. We're just trading it in right now. Really we should go to we this We just one. change it to Mother America. Yeah. You know, instead of Mother Russia. Mother America. I don't even know what they're saying here. They're probably just saying, we hang you if you disagree. And we're like, okay, that fits. It still works. We don't have to change all the lyrics. I mean, seriously, imagine if we, we just instituted this. And yeah. we then elected Dolph Lundgren to be president. Can you imagine? We would, no one would I challenge think us. I think if you just do the math of Dolph Lundgren's age, we may have actually just elected Dolph Lundgren. Dolph's got to be younger than Joe Biden. I mean, by well, a lot. Well, Hold you go on, to the Dolph. national parks and you see things, you know, you see things like, uh, I don't know, uh, Old Faithful. And you're like, that's older. Dolph's 64 years old. 64. Not that old. Not that old. No, no, I don't think he's technically eligible or whatever to be president. (laughs) But, like, when's the last time we looked at the Constitution? (laughs) We don't do that in this country. We're switching the national anthem to the Soviet one. And if we're going to go for that, uh, what the hell? Let's just go for Elon Musk. What do you say? <laughs> I disagree with a lot of his policies, mm-hmm. but it would be fun. Oh, it would be I mean, America would have some, we'd have some features that would be fun. Wouldn't it be crazy if we had like a president who's like constantly tweeting taunts to all of his enemies all the time? That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be a wild one. <laughs> would be, oh, we better not do that. Okay, here's LifeLock. <laughs> I'm sorry, we just can't take the world seriously today. Uh, <sighs> or we're like Russian, we just cry our eyes out all day. Life is uh, just a series of stories with a happy ending, you know? Uh, Well, I mean, sometimes the bear eats you, you know? (laughs) The bear is like, you're just right, and then eats you. Um, And that's the way it is with cybercrime. Most of the times, it's pretty good. And then the bear eats you. Now, nobody can stop the bear from eating you all the time. But if you have a cyber bear that is trying to eat you, You want somebody there that has experience in stopping bears from eating you. Am I right? Of course I'm right. (laughs) So that's what LifeLock is for. Think of them as someone who can protect you from big Mother Russia bear. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Use the promo code BECK and chances are you're not going to be eaten by a bear. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BACK for 25% off. Lifelock.com. I have them. Use them. 800-LIFELOCK. The Glenn Back Program. If you happen to be watching on Blaze TV, you will see that I am holding what appears to be like a torch without the, you know, flame. I haven't had a Uyghur light it yet. This is the 1936 Berlin Olympics torch. This is the one that uh, Adolf Hitler walked, watched come into the stadium. Now imagine if he would have had a Jew carrying the torch and running in. 
This is really an in-your-face moment to the Americans who are saying that the Nazis don't like the Jews. Do you believe yeah. that? Can you imagine okay. that? I mean, that would have been the coverage. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been. Uh, and, um, and Hitler had already purged all of the Jews from the Olympic team. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of really good athletes that were Jewish. He got rid of all of them. Uh, and, you know, wanted everybody to know nothing has happened. They're going to a special place, special place. Hmm. In 1936, the world felt a little like it does today. We were on the edge of war and nobody wanted war. The German team was the spectacle. They, this was the moment that would justify Hitler's regime to the world because he was clearly a racist. Sorry, Whoopi. He believed in the master race, the Aryan race, which is a made up race. And he was expecting the Aryan athletes to win all the medals. But he knew at the beginning of the game, there was one guy standing in his way. He was a 22 year old American. His name was Jesse Owens. Jesse had a hard time deciding whether he was going to come and represent the United States because he was black and in America. He wasn't really getting the recognition of being the athlete that he really was. This would be the first chance for everyone in the whole world to see him in action. In three days, he won four medals, proving Hitler wrong each time he grabbed the gold. But then it came time for the long jump. Now, this is the event he held the world record in. And he choked. He fouled out. Then he did it again. He choked a second time and fouled out. He was jumping too late. He had one more chance to try for the finals. The pressure was getting to him. Hitler was in the stands watching. He knew he not only had to prove himself, but he had to prove Hitler wrong. He needed to jump 23 and a half feet to qualify. That's insane, isn't it? That's just to qualify. If he didn't make it, he would become the fodder for German propaganda. Because there was another guy waiting to jump. He was the German Aryan. His name was uh, his name was Lutz Long, and he was picture perfect Aryan. Blue eyes, blonde, tall, young. He was really great at the long jump. If Hitler could have three D printed a bunch of you know people that he could say, look, this is the perfect Aryan race, they all would have looked like uh, Lutz Long. Except he wasn't Hitler's perfect German. In fact, he was far from it. Before Jesse stepped to the stepped to the uh, the sand pit to jump for his third attempt, Lutz walked up to him and whispered in his ear, gave him some advice. He said, "You're uh, you're jumping way before the foul line. I'm going to go over and I'm going to take my towel off my neck and I'm just going to lay it down." You jump where the towel is. The effect? Jesse qualified. 
25 feet. So they both moved into the finals, where Jesse beat him for the gold. Lutz was the first to congratulate. They, in fact, walked arm in arm around the stadium, posing for pictures. It was a giant middle finger to the dictator. And Lutz knew that. He chose sportsmanship and friendship, even when he knew Hitler could have him killed. And that's exactly what happened to him. He was sent to the front where he died. Before he died, they, Lutz and Jesse Owens became good friends. His final letter to Jesse Owens, he said, when the war is done, go to Germany. Go someday and find my Carl and tell him about his father. Tell him, Jesse, what times were like when we were not separated by war. Tell him how things can be between men on this earth. He closed it with, I think I might believe in God, which was the final gift to Jesse Owens. Because after seeing Jesse pray before he competed at the Olympics, it was Jesse who Lutz went on to learn about God from. He was killed shortly after writing the letter. The bravery of two men in a world losing its soul. That's where we are. Will we choose friendship? Will we choose kindness? It seems like a small choice, but in a world like we live in today, it's a choice that changes and shocks the world.